This morning is the last of our family services for the summer and the Ignite team this morning are running the morning. Okay, um, I'm back. we're going to be telling with Stephen, obviously, a story in Mark 4.35. But then what we're going to need is more of people who can over-exaggerate and overact and are not ashamed to do it. Yeah, characters. We need some big characters. Unfortunately, my dad's not here. My mum's not here. I'm the only one here. So if we can have a lovely Jesus who, you know, a man, woman, we don't mind, either one. We can have a lovely... Come on, Jesus. Come on. Pastor Alan's son. Just, just, you know. Now... We're going to need some disciples. And I heard Tammy is just great at over-exaggerating because we're going to need you to scream. And we're going to need a few more as well. So, who looks pretty? We need a pretty. Let's, let's pick on Tracy. <laughs> Tracy as well. We're going to need you to fade. We're going to need you to fade. You're going to be like, oh, like, huh? No, <laughs> like, do it, like, in a way that you're going to fall on your own and catch yourself. Giving like, like, oh, my just God. Like that. No, yeah, so... Just, just I do so it for life. you, but you know. And then we're going to need a man, Julian. You look like, like a man. Do you disciple? Yeah. A man. We've been benching, Julian. <laughs> you look like you a You look today. Yes. That shirt does you justice. <laughs> it does you very like. That. Now we're going to need okay, you. Steph. Okay, Steph. Okay. You're going to be the. Okay, we're going to be the ship. So, if anything happens, we need some thunder, some lightning. Let's, like a... <laughs> noise. We just need a lot of noise. <laughs> I don't know how to make thunder. Don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know what thunder is. Roll. Stamp your feet. Stamp your... Do something. Rock your chairs. Make, make some noise, noise, people. We just, need, we just need noise. A lot of noise. Wow. We're okay, so dead. Jesus. We're really dead. We're going to need you to lie down. This lovely, can you see this lovely disciple here? Yes. I'm going to need you to, you know... Kind of like lie down, right? So, okay. help me here. Okay, it's, we're the storm. Jesus is sleeping in the storm. He's like, shh, shh, shh. Tracy, Tracy, I'm gonna Where's Tammy? Tammy, scream for me. There we go. There we go. There we go. And then you wake up. Okay, just stop now. Okay, the screaming was a lot. I was a lot of screaming. Now you have to go up to Jesus and go, Jesus, what is this? And then you have to do it like in the most over-exaggerated manner you can. Tracy, you're fainting. It's, you have to just faint repeatedly. It's just not one faint. It just, as long as you're not unconscious and you just keep doing it and it's fine, we don't, we don't mind. Now we need to tell Jesus, Jesus, there's a storm. Oh my God, I'm not, I'm afraid. Oh no. Help me out. No. Around. No. I'm telling you, Jesus, please, there's a storm. What are you going to do about it? Come on. Oh, it's storm. scary. There's a storm. Scary storm, Jesus, please. Bait Come on, you've got to sort us out, man. Wait for me. Pray for us. We're going down. No. I need you to stand in a Superman stance that just a stance that will make Superman envious. Like, now don't worry, Jesus is here. Jesus is here. <laughs> See, Pastor Alan, you brought up a son. (laughs) 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 Now, I need you to go, do you have no faith? And I need you to scream, just for the sake of screaming, I just need you to scream, okay? Now, after he says it, you have to scream, like, so loud. 
Just you, Tammy. Why do you have no faith? After he says it. After he says it. After he says it. Not me. Him. Okay? Why do you have no faith? I still can't hear a storm. This is a problem. It's a storm does not end. So then you go. Put your arms out. Like, you just have to, like, stand there. Right? Stop. Stop. I didn't even hear a storm. We have to try this again. Now, we need a storm for him to say stop, for the storm to actually stop. Okay, so the this storm, is a problem. This is a problem, guys. Stop. Round of applause, guys. Oh, my. This is a powerful man of God, right? Just, just look at him. Broadway. Right, right. And then, you know, give him a lecture, you know, faint, straight There we go. Just that was just for funsies, that was for my entertainment, nothing else, right? That is pretty much my story, but I just want him to do it one more time, right, for funsies. I just want to see Tracy faint, you scream, and you just throw your arms around, just like, oh my God, no. I want a storm as well. I want a storm. And I want you to say stop in an authoritative manner, okay? So I need you to faint, scream, throw your arms around, and then you need a storm, okay? Oh. Wow. Bravo, bravo. Boom. That is pretty much our story. That is pretty much the story I was told to tell you guys. There may not be that much of a meaning to it, but it was great, right? It was great acting. Just great acting, right? Was... It's awesome, right? You can sit down now. You can sit down now. This looks really pretty. Thank you, guys. That's what happens when you put youth workers on a stage. I love it. Okay. Um, so I wanted to take the opportunity while I have the microphone and the stage um, to quickly run through with you what we're going to be doing in Ignite from next week. No, from Friday onwards. Um, we're going to take an opportunity to change a few things over. Um, I'll look handy. So um, the vision of Ignite is to spark a fire within our young people so that they're burning for God. Their hearts are aflame for what God wants. So the first way that we do that is on Sundays. And we're gonna, I'm just going to really quickly do this. going to have a new format um, for Sunday mornings, weeks one and two. We're going to have breakfast one week. We're going to do teaching. We're going to split the youth up between younger and older so they can have relevant teaching for their age group. Um, I'm really, really excited. We're going to have worship. It's going to be fantastic. Week three, they are going to be in service, not sitting in the service, but our young people are going to be part of the team of World Harvest Bible Church, and you're going to see them doing stewarding, hospitality. They're going to be on the sound team. They're going to be everywhere doing everything so that they learn to serve, because when you grow up serving in church, you stay in church. When you learn that you're part of the body and that you matter, you stay in church. Um, And the fourth week of every month, the young people are going to lead their own service. They have something incredible to give. God's put so much inside of them and we're going to start to tease it out and get them to teach each other and really disciple each other. So I'm really excited about Sundays. Um, We are also going to have a Friday night um, 
I don't quite know what to call it. I don't want to call it a club, but every Friday we are going to be meeting Studio 4 from 7 to 9 p.m. We're going to have loads of social stuff going on. We're going to have activities. We're going to have themes. It's going to be tuck shop, crafts, workshops. We're going to have special guests. There's going to be so much going on on a Friday night. So if you have a young person from year 7 up, you need to come on a Friday night, 7 to 9 p.m. Um, it's going to be incredible. And... Every other month, roughly, we are going to be joining with other youth groups across Salford, and we are going to be having a larger youth event. I'm really excited about this, um, and we're going to have worship, we're going to have relevant preaching, we're going to have activities, for the, and for them to really be a part of something that's bigger than just their small youth group, um, and join with all the other youth groups in Salford. So I'm really excited. The first one is 29th of November. More information will follow. Um, so get involved. Um, is my final point. I want you guys to pray for our young people because they have so much inside of them. Um, volunteer. If you already serve on a Friday, on a Sunday morning, volunteer on a Friday night. You can come once a term, twice a term. Um, come and join the Ignite team. Be a part of what God is doing. Be a part of you've got something to give. Young people are ready. They're hungry. They're at the point where they're forming what they're going to do for the rest of their lives. And you can be a part of shaping that and molding that. Um, Support the team. Ignite team. Can you all stand up? They've all been on stage, but let's just make them all stand up. Stand up, Ignite team. And Kaladi at the back. Support them. Find out how they're doing. Pray for them. Speak to them on Sunday. Is there anything I can do to help you? If you can't actually serve the young people, help the people that can. Um, And talk to the young people as well. They're part of this church. And I want to encourage you to speak to the young people. Okay, I'm taking up too much time on that. I'm going to move on. Um, James, do you want to really quickly come up? Hiya. Um, We're just going to pray for the youth now. So, uh, can everyone just bow your heads uh, whilst we all pray? Yeah, Father, I thank you for um, a lot of plans that's happening in Ignite, and it's, it's all your will, and that it's going to really help and develop a lot of the youth, and, and it'll be really great for them. And I uh, just thank you, Lord, that for the stuff that's been talked about today, and that that goes into the heart, and that we 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 know, and and that keeps coming back to us. Uh, yeah, I just thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So over the next week, all of our children and youth and young adults are going back to school and college and university. So just be praying for them throughout the week. Um, they are the head and not the tail in their school and college. Okay, so this morning, let's try and pull it all together into something that makes sense for you. Um So we started off with Simon Says, and they were, can you, I want to see if anyone can guess what we're talking about. Does anyone have any idea? If you read the posters in the toilets, you might have cheated and known. So Simon Says, you only obey when Simon Says it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And in that story, the waves and the storm calmed down when one person spoke, when one person stood And both of those things talks about authority. And we are crowned. We were born to reign and we were crowned. And we've learned over the past six weeks, I think, about 
the fact that we were born to reign, that we've been born into this kingdom, we've been placed in this position of authority. And today we're going to talk about the fact that it's time to stand and use your authority in your life, whatever situation you are in. So if you could turn to Mark 11, verse 12. So the next day, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. I like that. Jesus was hungry. He's the son of God, creator of the universe. He was hungry, working hard, he's hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for for figs. It wasn't the season for figs, but still Jesus went to see if it had figs on it. I kind of like that. Um, Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And the disciples heard him say it. So there was Jesus. He's been ministering. He's just, I think he's just cleared the temple, or he's about to. Just done the triumphant entry, rode on the donkey, and he's hungry. So he goes, right, let's go and see if a fig tree, which isn't in season, is not supposed to have any fruit on it. Let's go see if it has any fruit. It doesn't. Okay, let's curse it. I'm not going to try and get my head around that. (laughs) But what I know is what happened next. Let's go to verse 20. In the morning, they went along. They saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received it and it will be yours. So Jesus cursed the tree. They go on about their day. He clears the temple. Next day, go up to the tree and it's withered from the roots up. It has completely died. There is nothing living left in it. The power of Jesus's words in that situation caused the whole tree to wither and die. It didn't just affect it a little bit. It completely caused a change from it being alive and healthy and doing what it was supposed to be doing to withering and dying. That the power that we have in our words when we stand in authority that we have because we are crowned, we are born to reign. When we stand in that authority, the power of our words is incredible absolutely incredible and there are countless stories in the bible about where jesus spoke and something happened and we've been given that same authority um verse 23 truly i tell you if anyone says to this mountain go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart but believes that what they say will happen it will be done for them so let's break that down if anyone says to this mountain first of all says you have to say it It's no good thinking about it. Because I quite often think about the mountains I face. But do I say something about it? So step one, say. To what? To the mountain. Now, we're Christians. We like to pray. Let's pray to God. Let's tell God everything going on in our lives. God already knows. So what he's done is said, I've given you the authority. You were born to reign. You've been crowned. So you speak to the mountain. So speak to your mountain. Your mountain can be, oh, I've got a mountain of work on, of stuff on at work this week. That's a mountain. Literally, we use that expression. I have a mountain of work. So speak to that mountain. Don't just 
get bogged down with all the work that you have, but speak to that mountain. It can be sickness, it can be debt, it can be relationship problems. Speak to your mountain. Tell it, go throw yourself in the sea. Get lost. Go away. That's all it is. It's not some super spiritual thing that you need to say. Just say, get lost. Not having you anymore. Go away. And does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen. So when you say, mountain of work, go. Problem, go. Sickness, go. Debt, go. Believe it. This is the simple recipe that God has given us for moving mountains. You cannot make it simpler. Speak to it. Tell it to go. Believe it's going to go. It's gone. It's so simple. Um, Mark told me a story. Mark's not here this morning, so it doesn't matter if I tell it wrong. (laughs) Of how the other week he brought some cheese from a supermarket and he got home and brought out this block of cheese, went to make sandwiches for his kids and... Um, the cheese was mouldy and he was telling me about the fact that he had no time to go and get anything else for the kids he had no other food for their lunch he had no time to go get something so we had to make do but actually that was something that affected his life and that wasn't him reigning it wasn't his fault it was something that happened to him he couldn't have changed the fact that he had mouldy cheese but he then used his authority as a shopper and phoned up and says there was mould on my cheese and he got over seven pounds in vouchers for it back you need to stand in the authority that you have he had a right to a good product he had a right to good cheese you have a right to a good life you have a right to good cheese (laughs) you're going to remember that (laughs) Um, You were born to reign. You're supposed to live crowned. You're supposed to live in your authority. Um, Genesis 1, 28 says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule. Right at the start, in the first chapter of the Bible, God says, rule. We're called to rule. So you need to speak to your situations and rule it. You don't see a leader of a nation sitting back and not deciding anything and not decreeing anything. They get up and they speak. They speak to their situations. When a problem arises, what do you expect to happen? When you get a bill that's shocking come through, what do you expect to happen? And you don't know how to pay it. What do you expect to happen? Expect it that when you speak... The situation changes. I had a bill come through and they went from a £20 a month bill and it was £250 a month that they wanted me to pay. No one, unless you are a millionaire, can afford to do that. So I spoke into that situation. I declared that I had favour and I declared that that bill would come down to something reasonable. It did. Because I spoke to it. So let's speak expect something good to come of it I also got to witness to the guy that I was on the phone to (laughs) so expect something good to come from your situations Um, we have an invitation can we pop that up from the queen Um, when the queen invites you to go to tea she it says the master of the household have received her majesty's command to invite you Imagine your name there. You're invited, but would you dare refuse? If you got an invitation from the Queen, would you go, oh, sorry, I've got dentists, too busy. Oh, sorry, I've got to go shopping, I'm too busy. No, because you know the authority that the Queen has. You wouldn't dare refuse an invite from the Queen. 
So everything around you, when you stand in the authority you have, it can't refuse you. The sickness can't refuse you when you stand in the authority. When you stand in the name of Jesus, sickness cannot refuse you. It has to do what you tell it to do. When you speak peace before a phone call, peace has to go out. When you speak favour, you have to have favour because that's what God has given you. When you stand in that authority, it's yours. You're supposed to have good cheese. We are going to speak to our situation that we are in. And we are going to declare. Can we have a declaration song, Julian? So just take a minute now. Think about what situations have you been living with where God has called you to stand in your authority. You were born to reign. What situations do you need to speak into and change? Kids, you might be scared about going back to school. There might be some people in your class that are not nice to you. There might be some teachers that you don't get on with. There might be some homework or some subjects that you really struggle with. Speak to it. Command that mountain to move. Finances. Some of you might be struggling. Speak to it. Command it to move. You've got to stand in your authority. So right now, just start declaring over your situation. Start declaring out. Speak to those mountains and tell them to move. A mountain be moved in the name of Jesus. Debt, go. In Jesus' name. Sickness, go. Flee in the name of Jesus. You were born to reign. We've done this all summer long, but it's time now for you to take hold of it and live it out. So just declare it. I was born to reign. I am crowned. I stand in authority. I use my authority. I have good cheese. I have good cheese.